Welcome to episode 12 of Startup BizCast, sponsored by GoToMyPC. It's August 2007. This week's topic is selling yourself and your small business. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that's shorter than your coffee break. Its home on the web is www.startupbizcast.com. I'm Steve Mullen. Thanks for joining us. Startup BizCast is sponsored this week by GoToMyPC. The service allows you to access your office computer desktop even if you're not in your office. It's great for everyday remote access or for emergencies like forgotten files when you're on the road. Listeners of Startup BizCast can try it for free for 30 days. Go to www.gotomypc.com forward slash podcast. That's www.gotomypc.com forward slash podcast. Whether your small business is selling overstocks on eBay, plumbing or heating or air conditioning repair, or if you're like me, public relations services, you need to have sales skills. And that's what we're talking about this week, selling yourself and your small business. My guest for this episode is Bill Kasky. He's the founder of Kasky Training, a company that teaches salespeople how to be better salespeople. He also has a great podcast called the Advanced Selling Podcast that's targeted at professional salespeople. Bill, thanks for joining us on Startup BizCast. Steve, good morning or good afternoon. <laughs> Tell me about your company, Caskey uh, Training. Well, we have uh, been around for about 20 years, and we work with small to mid-sized companies, probably a lot of the same types of businesses you work with. Um, and, and we help organizations uh, communicate their value to their marketplace. Uh, it could be anything from sales skills to uh, sales processes and procedures to lead generation devices, anything that revolves around the pursuit and acquisition of new clients. Now, I wanted to talk about uh, small business owners selling themselves, not necessarily selling their products or services directly, but selling themselves to potential clients. What is the difference between selling yourself and actually selling your company's services or products? Well, that's a... Uh that's a good question, and I'm not sure that there is. I, I think we in sales have been uh, maybe even led down uh, a wrong path when we talk about what does it mean to sell something, and we have some very distinct philosophical differences with some of the traditional gurus about, you know, you got to be enthusiastic, and you got to be excited, and you got to pitch, and you got to present, and all that garbage that no buyer wants, but somehow we salespeople do it. So we kind of take a little bit different tact, and whether you're selling yourself and whether you might be a CEO or a small business owner and might be traveling with a salesperson, I, I think it's better to think to rethink it and say, what is our value as, a, as an organization? What do we do for customers? What problems do we solve? What opportunities do we help them exploit by using our product or service? And then go out and try to find customers that match up with that. And so I think a lot of times when someone says, well, I, I got to work on selling myself, that it immediately goes back into that, you know, how do I look, how do I dress, how do I talk, how do I act? And if all the attention and focus is on me, that doesn't leave a whole hell of a lot of attention and focus to be on the prospect, which is where the focus should be. So part, part one of your question is I'm not sure there is a difference. I think we want to reinvent the entire process, though, of what it means to sell something. And to me, what it means to sell something is to solve something. And what about uh, you walk into a room the first time you're meeting with a potential client? Obviously, there's a there's a process of, of first impressions, and they have to have some confidence in you. How do you bring that confidence out? I mean, is there a way to to 
to actually sell yourself before selling the product? Yeah, I think you said the key word there, and that is confidence. And how do they have confidence in you? And the answer is you have confidence in you. And that is not, I'm not trying to twist your question, but, you know, so many times I see a, a lot of emphasis put on, um, we want, we want to have confidence in our products and services and solutions. And I believe that, but I think if you're in the, in the business to business selling environment, you've got to believe in you. You've got to believe in your ability to communicate with the customer, to ask the right questions, to, you have to, you do have to believe in your product or your service. You have to believe that your service solves a problem for the customer. And so sometimes, again, I think that it's misaligned if we go out and say, okay, how do I, how do I get someone to have confidence in me? I think the way you do that is to, you show up with confidence, not cockiness or arrogance, but just a, a serenity, a confidence that, you know what, if you want to do business with me, that's fine. If you have problems that I can solve, that's fine. But I'm not going to come chasing you like some desperate, needy salesperson begging you to do business with me. I'm just not going to do that. And to me, that's what gives you a lot of attractiveness and confidence. So don't don't seem desperate whether you are or aren't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's a lot easier to, to not be desperate if you're not desperate, right? But um, let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about if you are if the numbers aren't there and you're starting a business and you know what, you'd like to believe in abundance, but right now you got to make payroll for next month or you have to pay the banker back. Uh, I, I think still though, you have to, you have to go back to why are you in the business and what value are you going to bring to your customers? And selling many times is not a matter of convincing and persuading. It's a matter of defining what value you bring being really be, be a, being of high belief about that value and thereby attracting people. Now, you can't just sit, uh, said people, you can't just sit in your bed and eat chocolates all day and expect to attract a whole lot of prospects to. You have to be out in the market. But when you're out in the market, you cannot, you, you do not want to look desperate. And I tell you, Steve, I see that all the time. I see, you know, I, I get calls a lot from salespeople and there's so much desperation in their voice well I don't I don't really want to spend an hour with a person whose only goal is to sell me something because they need to make the house payment nobody wants to be around that person so I again I would say that even if you're desperate even if you know maybe not desperate that's probably not the right word but even if you need the business you cannot you cannot show that so what you show in its place is a desire to help people solve problems and that's if you take out the the needing the business, you have to fill that void with something, and what you fill it with is a desire to help people recognize they have problems and help them solve them. Now, a lot of small business owners may look at this and say, "Well, I'm not really in sales," uh, but you know, I look at myself. I, I, I run my own public relations firm. It's a small firm, mostly just me, and uh, I never really did sales until. I had to start this own business, and I guess no matter what you do with your small business, you really are a salesman. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty easy. I think most people get that. If you don't get that you're in sales as a small business owner, you, you might want to think about another profession, and you're probably not going to be very successful at it. And I hate to be that blunt, but if you don't think you sell people on coming to work with you, if you don't think you sell the bank on lower interest, if you don't think you sell the bank on raising money or sell investors, if you don't think you sell vendors on getting you better prices, better terms, better, all that stuff has to do with how well you communicate your value and what you need to people and, and have them follow you and, and, and be attracted to you. It's all about sales. Now, 
I've also seen companies that think everything is about selling and there's no good delivery mechanisms. That's not so good either. But usually companies don't have problems delivering goods. They have trouble selling the goods. Are some people just born with the ability to sell no matter what they're actually doing? The born, the born salesperson. Uh, well, here's what I've found. We, we work with a, a fair number of uh, very high achievers, half a million to a million dollar achievers, and we work with a fair number that are at the low end, too. And, and I really do think that the difference is in this thing we call intent. And intent is when you go to the marketplace to sell whatever you do or do business, what is your intent? If your intent from the time you were a child is to get what you want, you probably won't be a very good salesperson. If your intent, on the other hand, is to bring value, bring an experience to people, uh, develop good, long-lasting relationships that aren't built just on whether you sell them something or not, but are built on you wanting to serve and help, I think you're going to be an amazing salesperson. And so the difference of the elite seller and the, and the, the at-leaster, the kind of the masses, is the elite sellers bring an intent with them that's very different from from the people who can barely scrape scrape it together. And I think intent is really good. So if you were born and raised with, you know, the other guy is, you know, money is evil or the other person is evil or you got to get what you can because there's not enough to go around. If you were raised with that kind of stuff, you're probably going you're probably going to be experiencing that in the market of sales. We just did a podcast recently on money and how our scripts around money will dictate to us what we earn and what we think and feel about money. And so if you want to make a lot more money for whatever reason, whether it's to give to charity or whether it's to, you know, um, buy stuff, you have to get past the scripts that have been built in your formative years about what it means to have money, make money, what, what role does money play in relationships. And if you're in sales or a business owner and you have bad scripts about money, you're going to have problems. And so I think I think it's not whether you're born with, with salesmanship or not. I think it's more what are you scripted to think and feel about money, about sales, about others, and I think that's going to dictate your performance. And one thing I usually uh, ask folks who come on this show is, is do's and don'ts. Whether you're selling yourself, whether you're selling products, whether you're selling services, what's your top tip? Number one do. Number one do is make a list. And this list will contain the five to ten problems that you solve for your customers. Now, don't give me a problem like, well, you know, we sell cheaper or we sell the best. I'm not talking about platitudes. I'm talking about problems that you solve. So, for example, in your world, the PR world, one of the problems you might solve might be we help companies who aren't getting the you're not getting the recognition in the marketplace you deserve to get. And if you're not getting that recognition, what's that doing to sales? Well, you're probably not optimizing them. And so your problem, the solution to the I'm not sure I'm optimizing the business might be PR or it might be training. But you've got to look at it from a problem standpoint. That's the only way that you're going to be able to bring enormous value is to help people solve big problems. So that's the number one do. Number one don't, we've already talked about that, and it is don't look like a salesperson. Don't go in eager and enthusiastic and trying to convince someone to do business with you. We've seen that guy before or that lady before, and we don't like them, and we don't buy from them. So if you've gone to sales training where they're trying to teach you how to convince someone, 
find a new system because it does not work. It will not work, and it'll, it'll make you chase your tail out in the marketplace, and time is too valuable to be chasing your tail on too many things. For more information on how to be a better salesperson, you can visit Bill's website at www.billkasky.com. You can check out the Advanced Selling Podcast at www.advancedsellingpodcast.com. Those links are in the show notes for this episode and also can be found at the Startup BizCast blog. If you'd like to leave feedback about this episode or any episode, or maybe you have a tip of your own to share or a topic to discuss, I always love to hear it. The best way to contact me is via the Startup BizCast voicemail hotline at 206-984-0860. That's 206-984-0860. You can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the blog. That's a wrap for Episode 12 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. Startup BizCast is produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production. To find out how your business can join the podcast revolution, please visit www.endgamepr.com slash podcasts.